Leopold. My mind, my rules. I got him. I'm the cage. Thank you to our patrons, patreon.com slash monster of the week. We love you. You guys give us money. It's great. You get cool stuff in, in the exchange. Best. Super great. Awesome. Come hang out in the Discord server. We got rid of a bunch of people recently. They're all bad people. Dusted the cobwebs out of there. Hundreds of people. <laughs> Only good people left in the, in the Monster of the Week Discord now. It's, it's just me and Jeremy. <laughs> Just, it's just me and Chris just hanging posting out. Like, uh, posting links for when new episodes go out, but it's just the <laughs> it's two just of us. the two of us talking about Supernatural. What do we even have an anime channel for if I'm not in it and you are? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> uh, I'm just posting links to articles I already read. Uh, come hang out. The Discord is ex- an extremely cool place to hang out. Hang I am out. I am rushing through the intro because we have breaking news that we're going to uh-huh. talk about that is uh, probably two weeks late because of the way that podcast recording schedules work. Yeah. Uh, Last week, Jensen Ackles announced that there there is going to be a new Supernatural spinoff show on the CW focusing on the life of John and Mary. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it is called The Winchesters. Mm-hmm. It is in development, which in my limited knowledge of how TV shows work means they're looking for money. <laughs> Somebody needs to yeah. bankroll this bad boy besides uh-huh. Jensen and Daniil, who are executive producers, which means they have put up some money and they get to make a bunch of decisions about it. Uh, no casting has been announced. So like, we don't know if, um, I forgot both of their names. John and Mary will be back young or, or old. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's some drama around it, but before we get to drama stuff, how do you feel? I I mean the only way I can really even talk about it is the roller coaster of the night that it was announced. All right, um, so let's, let's get into the drama then. We can talk about the drama as well. Because <clears throat> you texted me a like a link to to an article that said something about the Winchester's prequel headed up by Jensen, all this stuff, and I was like, no fucking way. That's just a like they're not going to actually do that. That's just a rumor. And then I'm sitting there thinking like, hey, wait, you know, I looked at the article, realized, oh, this is actually official. This is real, um, and kind of just like ruminating on it and being like, all right interesting i don't want that but then starting to think no wait well maybe 
maybe that might actually be really cool. And then thinking, hey, wait, that's that's more Monster of the Week. That means we can keep you know podcasting about Supernatural. This is this is good. And for whatever reason, I immediately was like, oh, so it's about like I, I for some I guess I just missed what it, the the plot. But I thought it's young Sam and Dean and John, and that's what the story is going to be. So it's going to follow like a teenage Sam and Dean, which would make sense for the CW. Like that's what I just assumed in my head. Um, and then actually actually looking at it and being like, wait, it's about John and Mary? That doesn't make any sense because John wasn't a hunter when he was with Mary. Like, what? What's the point of any of this? Um, so whatever. I'm ex- I, I I was excited though before I actually realized what it was about. And then I'm looking in the Discord. And I'm seeing what people are saying, and I'm like, wait, huh? It's not. It's wait. I thought it was about Sam and Dean. It's still about John Mary. Okay. And then I look on Twitter Uh-oh. and it was like, holy Mistake. motherfucking shit, dude. Um, before any of the actual drama started, all the responses to Jensen's tweet were people being like, how dare you? How could you do this? Um, you know, John's an abuser. You can't put that on TV or something like that. Like it was like, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was vitriol is how I described it in the discord. Cause as I was going through it, I was just like upset is the wrong word, but it, I was really taken aback by it. Now that premise for the show isn't really something I'm particularly interested in anyway. Um, but I don't know. It was, it was heated. There was so much fury directed at this concept, so much like personal betrayal. And I don't know. It just, it kind of like it, it, threw me for a loop i i couldn't wrap my head around it i was like this is you guys are being really mean <laughs> like is it, i don't know i mean we're, we're on the one hand i'm like we're allowed to make you know c- content about characters who are bad people that doesn't mean that we're not allowed to do this and there was so much indignation against that not that again not that i want <laughs> the tv show about mary and john um but it was still it was just like it's just some i don't know it really it kind of like freaked me out because i was like man this is i thought gamers were bad and i don't even mean that to be funny i just because gamers get so mad at the people who make video games um but to see this level of of hate it it really fucked with me for a second it's really weird to me that supernatural fans would greet the news of more supernatural you know media with such disdain just right off the bat and like we as in you and i in this podcast have never particularly been super kind to john winchester i think i've gone on record many times mm-hmm. saying like the way that he raised his kids or <laughs> kind of didn't raise his kids is is really kind of selfish and, and gross like even if it was like the only thing mm-hmm. that he could do and like i've seen defenses and all this other stuff like i have never I, it's easy for me to take the origin story of the boys at face value and go like oh they were raised as hunters but the show invests so much in the emotional bond between John and Dean and Sam that like, you have to kind of think about them growing up. You can't just take it as like, you know, Oh, they're just here now. Like you, Mm -hmm. we spend time throughout the supernatural series, like experiencing what Dean and Sam went through being raised in that kind of environment. And I've never, ever thought about it as positive. So when like, I see it's a show called the Winchesters about John and Mary. I'm like, well, fuck like, why? Yeah. Like I had the same thought. Yeah, I'm why? like, the lore doesn't support it. I guess Mary gets to be a badass, and that could be cool. But like, what the fuck is John doing? Um, mm-hmm. And then like, I didn't even see any of the backlash against just the original announcement. Although that kind of, that stuff always confuses me. I saw the, the Jared stuff happening because apparently yeah. for whatever reason, and it's, it sounds like just, it was just, <laughs> this is just the way business is done. Uh-huh. he didn't know about it 
like he didn't know about yeah. the project. And he tweeted a few tweets off the cuff, um, one of which he d- he deleted, uh, calling one of the producers or writers on the show a coward, which is not a good look. Um, and I guess he was super mad and offended. And then later, Jensen tweeted out that they had talked on the phone and, and Jared agreed and was like, everything is good. And then Misha chimed in and was like, I have a blankie now or something. I don't I don't really get into any of this mm-hmm. in, in, in real life actor stuff, but... Um, it was crazy and it remains crazy to see how much of the fandom just jumped on this. And like, I don't usually, and I'm I'm sorry if I'm breaking hearts out here, but I don't usually look at the monster of the week Twitter feed because like, Hey, you follow us, we follow you back. Maybe occasionally we'll, we'll look through it and I'll retweet or whatever. But like, usually the timeline is basically just season 15 spoilers. Yeah. That's the big reason I don't look at it. It's that there's a lot of spoilers on the, on the timeline. Um, but looking at this and it was remarkable how like deep people would go into it of like, well, this is clearly not Jensen tweeting. Dan Needle has control of his account. Oh, we, yeah. we think that there's, and Jared should have been told way before this. And no, Jared should have just texted his friend. Why did he go on Twitter and all this other stuff? And I, man, I just, <clears throat> I just wanted to tell people to calm down, Chris. Like just, just it's a lot. It's a lot. It's and, a lot. And no, I don't want to, I don't want to, get on here and say that people aren't entitled to their emotions or anything like that. Um, especially with how they feel about the announcement of the show or anything like that. But at the same time, I mean, I was so genuinely, I guess, shocked to see that kind of, I I was expecting to look, okay, well this isn't really for me, but I bet people are going to be excited because Jensen's involved and all this stuff. Um, 100% the opposite. Uh, and then people telling Jared, like just basically they were telling him to, um, they hated him it was just a lot of it was a lot of vitriol pointed at him after that too and i was like dude i thought these people like like loved these actors (laughs) and and i don't know it was so it was just so crazy and i know that emotions get the best of everybody and i've tweeted angry stuff before especially like if i'm losing at a video game i send out a heated tweet (laughs) just to nobody but it's like at this angry and then like five minutes later i'm like well that was fucking stupid and embarrassing why did i do that um and that's what I feel like Jared was doing. It was like the anxiety tweet of like, I'm suddenly very yeah. offended. And like, mm-hmm. I can't believe this, even though the, it was probably meant to be like it excited. They, I don't know if they thought it would be exciting for him to see it too and be like, Oh hell yeah, this is great. Um, and they just wanted it to even be a surprise for him. Um, I think, I think a lot of it it was like just, the, this is a straight business. Like this is how shows get yeah. announced. This is, you know, there's probably confidentiality agreements around all of these things. They get announced at a certain time so they can maybe do fundraising. They can find other producers to put in money. Like there's a ton of stuff that happens about this stuff. And I get like, Jared is also, you know, he's attached, he's attached to this in some way. Like you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to replace Jared Padalecki as Sam Winchester and not have a, just an extraordinarily amount of, of negative feedback from that. Um, but also just text your boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, just text your boy. Just text your boy. Just text like, your don't, boy. Don't, don't go on Twitter. Um, like, text your boy do. and be aggravated. Be like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't care if you have a confidential yeah. agreement. Like, me and you are boys. Like, we're bros. Yeah. We're bros. Tell my ass. Um, yeah, it's all weird. And I don't, you know, again, people, people can feel however they want to feel. But um, I just think sometimes it's important for this fandom to uh, take a step back sometimes. And remember that you know life is not about these guys you have other stuff outside of it presumably um i don't know i i I just was really i was taken aback by all that hate and all that um i don't know it just and i keep i just keep repeating myself because it was genuinely like whole whole 
this is this is bad. These people are angry. And I don't see that a lot about TV shows. So take a deep breath, everybody. We're going to get through it. So I have um, my pitch for the way that I want this show to work. Do you, do you have like your, your pie in the sky? If you get hired, this is the way we should do it. Kind of pitch for how the Winchester should be. Yeah. Okay. So for, well, for the John and Mary thing, mm-hmm. it's uh, a TV show about Mary being a hunter. Okay. And then at every, the end of every single episode, she comes home and John's like, where have you been? And she was like, at, uh, at the grocery store. Or like, <laughs> how was your day, honey? And she looks at the, the camera like every time. The and that's, that's the show that I want. That's what I want is every single episode ends with a still frame of Mary looking at the camera yes. when John asks her how her day was. And then the credits roll and that's it. Every single that's time. It. That's so Whatever that is, that's what I want. I um, my pitch is to do, uh, and I, I apologize because some people have already heard this before. Because I, as soon as I had the idea, um, I or really as soon as Autumn had the idea, I just ran with it. But uh, is to have like a quantum leap structured show where Castiel has to continually send Dean back in time in order to make sure that John and Mary get together and that he and Sam are born. And that, like, all of this stuff, good or bad or whatever, like, Dean has to make sure happens so that the things that happen in 2021 and season 15 actually happen. Or so that they can fix this stuff, which would be even funnier to me if they went back and tried to rewrite the canon of Supernatural. I think think that would be hilarious and also kind of shitty, but also very fucking hilarious. Uh Um, Like, we got to jump back and stop the uh, whoever the Nazis were that killed Charlie. We got to stop that. And he's like, okay, I'm going to jump into the Nazi guy. And now I have to pretend to be a Nazi for a little while. Um, I don't know. The idea of, of Dean jumping into the guy settling the Impala to John and Dean when Dean normal Dean has to go back in time. Like it's very funny to yeah, me. I think yeah. that's hilarious. Him jumping into Mary's dad um, and having to pretend that he knows how to hunt, but not like really good. Cause that like, didn't hunt yeah, really well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I think that would be, hysterical. They, were still, they were still simple folk back then. Exactly. Know? Yeah. They didn't know, about, they didn't have a lot of like hunter technology back in the sixties is what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I think that would be really um, fun, and that's my only like real pitch for it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, we'll see. I guess we will see what happens. If it's not like horrible, we'll hopefully, you know, we could do a show about it. We'll see what happens. Um, everybody, please be nice to each other. I'm not trying to talk down to anybody or tell you how you're supposed to feel. Sure. I just was. Um, I just want everyone to be nice to each other as much as they can be, and remember that. Um, it's it's okay. It's all okay. Yeah, and <laughs> we love this show. We love these people. Mm-hmm. So let's just. It's okay, please. And I'll and I'll just say like if it's at least. I don't know. Better than Walker, we'll probably cover. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Supernatural. Let's talk about Supernatural. Um, Chris, remind us about what happened. What's happening in season fourteen? Because I don't remember. Okay. Last time on Supernatural, our worst fears have come to pass. Despite all of their planning, preparation, and all of their weapons, experience, and teamwork, Michael has once again taken control of Dean, and this time he's gone for good, supposedly. Sam, Cass, Jack, and Jack are left stunned by the sudden loss of not only Dean, but all their weapons they had in their arsenal. Meanwhile, Michael still has plans for Jack, Cass has made a deal with the Empty, and Nick is still kicking around somewhere trying to summon the devil. I never know what we're going to get in the episode, so I just try to add a little bit of everything. Uh, that's right. We're covering season 14, episode 10, Nihilism. This was written by Steve Yaki and directed by Amanda Tapping, a.k.a. Naomi in the show. She's back. I think this is her Woo. second or third episode. This aired on January 17th of 2019. The battle at Hitomi Plaza continues. Michael has retaken control of Dean as his army of monsters continues to move in our heroes. To move in our heroes. That is... Move them in. 
Just moving in. Move them in. Hey, guys. Is that a couch? Hey. We got room. Come on. We heard the bunker had extra doors. Dude, is that a flat <laughs> street? Hell yeah. Rooms. Let's get it. Get yeah, it hell yeah. Everybody piling on the couch, putting their boots on the table. They're oh, like, oh, come on. God. The hunters, um, all these hunters are like, we, well, we have to leave now. There's not room for us and the monsters. Yeah. And the werewolves. Um, Sam devises a plan yeah, so, to, to try and reach Dean and stop Michael before anybody else has to die. Um, I, I just want to say that I I don't have this feeling all the time, but it's a feeling you've expressed a couple of times. I I finished this episode and it was like, this doesn't really feel like an episode of Supernatural to me. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a good mm-hmm. episode, but when I finished it, I was like, man, like, ne'er a ghost in sight, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and we've had other episodes. I know I'm being a bit hypocritical here, but I'm human, so I get to be hypocritical. But like, I don't know what it was about this episode that made me think like, Oh, there's just this is this is full on meta plot. Like this is which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know I'm not even complaining here. I just I'm curious if you had any of the same vibe when you finished the episode. Yeah, a little bit. Um I think I guess maybe more than anything, it felt like a, like an old episode of the show. Uh, and actually I say that all the time, but not in the like we're hunting a monster kind of way. It was very much a uh just dealing dealing with the meta plot, like you said. It's funny. I this is probably more outtake stuff, but I try to explain what has been happening since season nine to Steve, my buddy, because uh, he's the one who got me into Supernatural, you know, all those years ago. But he hasn't seen past past season nine. Um, and just being like, okay, so season ten, <laughs> Dean's a demon for six episodes, right? And then, all, and then just getting to season fourteen, and he was like, uh, I think I'm glad I stopped watching it. <laughs> just trying to make sense of any of this. I was like, I mean, but th- there's still some really good episodes in there. <laughs> it's, it's just you know, it's a little wacky sometimes. It just is. It's a different show. It doesn't feel at all like it used to. Um, which we still get some good ones which is not even really a complaint it's just i felt it more strongly in this episode than i have felt it lately which i found kind of Mm -hmm. unusual um but we start out at rocky's bar with uh country music playing and an old favorite walks in uh pamela um Barnes. barnes um aka thunderbird dinwiddie dude which I mean, Epic she, name. She she goes by Tracy Dinwiddie. I mean, but like when okay. I okay. copied and pasted this stuff, I saw Thunderbird Dinwiddie as Pamela Barnes, and I'm like, is she being possessed? Yeah, is dude. she possessing somebody else? What the fuck? And then was blown away to find out. And like, she apparently has native heritage and everything. So like, the name isn't. I'm not making fun of the name. I think it's a baller ass name. I just was oh, so yeah. shocked that this chick was actually named this. I couldn't believe it. So it was. A, it was. It's a funny. Not funny. But it's a, such an interesting like pull from from the past uh, yeah because we haven't seen her since what season four um and uh yeah it's interesting it, it, to me it looked like she hadn't aged a day she's jacked as all hell cool. but i'm watching this cold open taking every single detail down because you never know what's going to be important and then realizing like okay i didn't need to do any of that <laughs> the woman coming in trying to buy the bar none of that really no, matters it's just part of the whole you know rigmarole um but watching this cold open we can go through it in a second watching this cold open i was like don't tell me that this is pamela's heaven please don't tell me that because i swear that she died hating the winchesters maybe not hating hating but she was pissed at them she was really pissed at them she went blind because of them and then she got killed because of them um and even if she was doing the right thing i feel like i remember her being kind of bitter about it um which makes sense well it it would be Uh, insulting that this like uh, i don't know how old she is in the show so let's just say that she's 30 
when she died, mm-hmm. like right, like that was like feels like ten years ago. I don't know how old she is, but let's say that she yeah, was right. thirty or in her thirties when she passed away. And how insulting would it be if they made her he- her entire heaven to be centered around Dean fucking Winchester? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not true because as we pretty quickly learned, this is kind of on a loop. Uh, she's coming in to bring some drinks. Dean is tending bar. Uh, Cass and Sam are out chasing that ghoul thing. As you mentioned, another woman comes in. She wants to buy the bar. Dean turns her down. Um, Dean and Pamela do shots while he's looking over the books. They're flirting with each other. Some vampires come in. They kill the vampires. Uh, the yeah, you know, uh, she makes a joke about like you know the worst work part of working in this place is cleaning up all the blood when some monster comes in here seeking revenge. And he's like, yeah, but you still love it. And she's like, ha ha ha. Um, yeah. So it's 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 really weird. And then we learn pretty quickly that this is going to be a loop. Uh, and we jump back to in the main episode to Hitomi Plaza. Uh, Chris, you and I neglected to talk about all of the diehard references that this last episode and yeah, this episode it's not it's not for me yeah, it's okay. not for me Hitomi plaza like some christmas <laughs> music like there, there were some diehard references um i forgot to mention them i at least wanted to say them up top uh nobody so far has added us about that um but i just wanted to mention it in this episode but they're there um and we we, we pick up where we left off where michael has mm-hmm. taken possession of dean again uh our three remaining members of team free will basically instantly collapsed holding their stomach i guess yeah, that's just what michael yeah they does. get owned yeah. you could say they all have immediate ibs is what michael i don't mm-hmm. know if you can tell but when yeah. michael does like the forefinger grab it's the ibs grab i saw the look in sam's eyes i know that I look. Know. i've you seen it many seen times it. in the mirror yeah. okay <laughs> you know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> i know exactly what that it was um but yeah so basically michael just spied on them through dean all this time i said he used dean as a window i i guess we're led to believe that that was that's what he was doing um so he knew what they were going to do he knew their plans and he was able to just prepare for everything i guess um except for what happens right now because just when things are looking really dire (laughs) casco casco's up to like (laughs) yell at him (laughs) And Cass's face is more fucked up than I've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, Sam just pulls out this like intricate <laughs> Maltov talk cocktail, and his huge lighter and lights this fucking holy oil bomb, um, throws it at Michael. And just then Cass is able to cuff his ass with these upgraded Archangel cuffs. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Singer, uh, alternate world Bobby has been do- doing some work upgrading these, getting him to level five, getting some new skills on him. Maybe putting some materia in there, Chris. What's the materia for holding back archangels? Um, I would say, ooh, uh, I, it would probably be called archangel. I bet that's what they would call sure. the materia. Yeah. Translation would be back purple. then wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they try to you know talk to Dean, but Michael's not letting them out. Uh, they begin to hear sirens in the distance because you know the monsters are still attacking the city. Like Michael still has control of them. Um, when Maggie calls, Maggie, the unexpected MVP of this episode, in my opinion, honestly, dude, t- 10 episodes dude. into season 14, unexpected MVP hats of off. the season. <laughs> hats off to Maggie, dude. Just like start it from the bottom. Look at her now, dude. Best character who doesn't have a last name on Supernatural. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Maggie says that, you know, monsters are attacking, but they're not, they don't look like they're attacking to kill. Uh, they're just look like they're biting and, and scratching, trying to infect, which was of course what Michael wanted them to do. Um, the monsters then start attacking, uh, inside the, the building and, um, they realize that they are trapped in this room. Um, 
and can't really go anywhere. Uh, and then Sam has the idea to call for Jessica, uh, who is not just his dead girlfriend. I was like, yeah, bro, I think she died like, <laughs> She's 13 it's, years it's, ago. It's not the ghost of his dead girlfriend. It's uh-huh. another character named Jessica, because I don't know if you know this, Chris, only five women's names exist. We have two women named Joe, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's a Jody, and, a Jody. and then there's a Joe, so I guess that counts. Yeah. But then there was Sister Joe. And then there, uh, there is Sister well. Joe. You're absolutely right. I I did not. I'd forgotten about that one. Anyway, we've talked about all of this before. So he calls down this Reaper, and he's like, "Yo, I know you're in here. I know y'all came to keep an eye on us." Um. So finally, she she pops in. Well, not her. Somebody, a, a Reaper named Violet. Um. And Sam's like, "Hey, we need help. Only Sam and Michael can see her." So uh, Cass and Jack are like, huh? What's going on here? Why can't Jack see um, her? I don't know. Lore master. I don't know. Why can't Jack Lore see her? Ma- he's an archangel, <clears throat> basically. Like, like He's mostly human right now, I guess. But I mean, you um, would still think that he would have, he, like he shows in the episode, like he can throw. He, you know, it's not that he couldn't see her. He just wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just put his hand up and he said, I do not see. Yeah, I do I not see it. it. This sounds like a rated Jack, R situation. Your, <laughs> yeah. He's, open your eyes, Jack. No, I do not see it. Uh, I will not look at it. I do not see not it. Not until Papa um, Cass tells me it's okay and there's no boobies. I will not open my eyes yeah. until I confirm there are no boobies. And Cass is like, I can't confirm. I, can't, I don't see any boobies, but I can't confirm. Uh, I don't anyway, know for sure, Jack. I don't know. Sam's like, Sam's pleading with her and then suddenly, boom, snap. They're back in the they're back in the bunker. I want to um, I want to camp out on the Reaper thing for a little bit because I think uh, one of the best lines is here because this woman Violet shows up instead of Jessica who's and she says yeah it's my shift and like kind of to nobody she says we have shifts now because you keep messing things up so much <laughs> which I think is very <laughs> funny um, and I, and like they also Sam says to her that Billy owes them because of the whole Rowena thing and. I really thought Billy solved the whole Rowena thing for Billy. <laughs> I didn't think Yeah, it just seems like he's taking credit for something he didn't do, yeah. if you ask me. And if he didn't do it, he definitely caused it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, Sammy. Okay. And then, Maybe yes. Rowena wouldn't have been doing that thing if he hadn't kept saying you were going to f- kill her. Um, uh, snap of fingers, yeah. they're back at the bunker. Violet specifically says she didn't do this, uh, but have fun. Um, and we're... Kind of, I mean, just all of a sudden, back at the bunker, and they start discussing mm-hmm. the thing that yeah, I, the Maggie calls. So Sam is like, "Um, hey, you're not going to believe this." <laughs> Maggie's like, "You're so." I'm looking at your snap, and it's not in, it's it's not in, it's not in the city anymore. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam, why are you sending Snapchats? Why are you adding to your Snap story? Just them at the bunker, uh, him like kind of like looking down, like he's sad with Michael in the background. Like, dude, why are you sending that? Brother possessed again. <laughs> <laughs> Frowny face. Frowny face. <laughs> Why are you looking at your snap, Sam? Maggie's just rolling her eyes. Um, so, <laughs> somebody, other people are. Ex- I don't know how Snapchat works. People just send him back emojis of like frowny faces and stuff. Um, he he needs the engagement. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Uh, so he he's, he calls back. Uh, I was gonna say Hitomi. He calls back. Um, What's her name? Maggie. Maggie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, so we're not there anymore. But the but the Impala is and, and Garth's in the trunk. And I like they made a joke about that before, too, because they were like, okay, we'll put Michael in the trunk. Uh, and Jack's like, but isn't Garth in there? And Sam's just like, it's, it's a, a big, big trunk. trunk. 
We could fit two bodies in there. I fit four werewolves in there in 1973. We're good. Sam, you were born yeah. in 1973. What are you talking oh, about? What the hell? What the hell? I was at the car dealership yesterday, and I was, I was looking at the truck of this car, and I was like, I could, I could fit Garth in here. Yeah, I could He's, fit Garth in here. No, no sweat, gang. Garth would easily no fit. Sweat. He's a spit, spindly little dude. Um, They discussed putting Michael in the dungeon, and uh, I guess to just save on filming costs or something, they decided it doesn't matter because if he can get out of the handcuffs, he can just get out of the (laughs) thing. And it just seems like, leave him right here. (laughs) Fuck it. Who cares? And I love that Michael is constantly calling them out on their bullshit. He's like, yo. I can hear I, I'm, you. I'm, I'm literally you're standing three feet right away from here. me. So yeah. then they walk like three more feet away, and he's like, "I can still fucking still hear, hear you. you. You're so close to me." Uh, Sam says that when um, Gadriel possessed him, that Crowley was able to enter Sam's brain and can and show Sam how to take control back from Gadriel the Angel. But unfortunately, Crowley is dead, so they don't really have an easy way to do that. Um. Um, and yeah, and then the other thing was that he was locked inside of his own like inner world. So that's what he's thinking. Dean isn't like before he was drowning because he was fighting back. And I think he was trying to get above water the whole time. But this time, Sam is assuming correctly that um, Michael has put Dean in an inner world somewhere that he's not going to be able to get out of. He's distracted by it. They all assume and we'll get to it later that it's just he's it, trauma. He's in trauma brain right now. Yeah. Um, Castiel and Jack kind of leave to go lock the bunker down because uh, Maggie calls again and is like, hey, the monsters have all left the city. They're headed west towards you. Uh, Michael and Sam are alone in a room and Michael has this very uh, dramatic uh, reading of, uh, you know, this is all going to end the same way. Either the monsters get here or I break these chains. Either way, either way every, everybody dies. And something about the last thing that Sam is going to see is this handsome smiling face or something. So Michael is doing his, his evil villain routine. Uh, I really enjoy Dean playing Michael or excuse me, Jensen Ackle yeah. playing uh, Jensen, just one, just the one Jensen Ackle. Chris, no, no plural. Just the, the, yeah. I love when Ackle, I love when Ackle uh, does, does a little acting. Does this. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's very good. Like it's not the normal, like kind of, I'm sorry. Of- I, I don't think Ackle was wearing the hat. Is that correct? Uh, Ackle was not wearing the hat and he still gets in the character. I yeah. Think. You know what? I was, I was noticing the, the hard part in his hair. Um, so he, Ackle did, was not adorned with the hat. And I think that that gave him a lot of points. Rate his fit, Chris. We, we, we don't really rate anybody's fit lately. Rate his fit. I mean, nine out of 10 fit. Dude. Not out of 10 fit. Looking dude. good. Yeah. Fucking three piece with the cool, with the off color tie. Very good looking. Yeah. No hat. <laughs> no hat. <laughs> Extra two points at least. <laughs> uh, Sam brings out everybody's favorite, uh, what he calls the messed up British men of letters thing that they used mm-hmm. to get inside Dean's head. Um, and they're going to or Mary, right? They went Mary's head with it. Mary's head, excuse me. Um, I don't know why I'm correcting you. I don't care. Clue masters, <laughs> clue masters. I mean, yeah, the clue master in me says I got to speak up, but you know, wait the friend till... in me says it's not important. I don't want to be annoying. Wait till we start the the new hit CW series, The Winchesters. That's going to have like very small mm-hmm. references of canon to the first five seasons that we have watched several times, but also just most recently talked over. And we're not going to have yeah. any fucking clues. We're going to so be like, wait a second, that's a wet. Pipe factory they go there episode uh, 19 of season one <laughs> um where did we go uh i don't know yeah so <laughs> sam p- pulls out this machine 
Uh, we go back to the time loop, and Dean is experiencing the same thing over and over again. Uh, he's starting to feel a little he's starting to get deja, deja vu, vu a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, they left Michael alone with Jack. Uh, Michael begins insulting Jack, calling him less than nothing, saying that Sam and Dean just, you know, they, he's a problem. That and Jack's like, that's not what you were saying last night. <laughs> that's not what you were saying last night when you were. <laughs> Michael's like, what? <laughs> when you were balls. Wait, no, hold on. I'm sorry. It's Jack. I can't. Wait, 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 I can't wait, make wait, those wait, jokes wait, about Jack. On, I'm on, sorry. I was on, gonna. Got to got to take that one down. Edit it out. Edit it out, Chris. Um. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, he says that, you know, uh, they, you know, your problem that they have to solve, like you're nothing to them. Uh, Jack insists that Sam and Dean is going to save him. And Michael just says, Dean is a gnat and I am a god. Uh, so, you know, Michael doing his traditional kind of supervillain routine. Uh, Castiel hears this from the other room because all angels have superpowered hearing. All angels are Wolverine, yeah. basically. Is and what... Michael's talking all this shit. He's like, Dean didn't care when you died. He felt nothing. Um you just saw you as a burden. So Cass is like, hold, hold up. That's not, it's not true. true. Yeah. Um, Have you watched the Hunter Summer video? He obviously cares. And once again, Michael is like, I can still hear you. And it is true. <laughs> it's not true. It's absolutely not true. Yeah. Um, Maggie. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I was confused by the next note that I wrote here because I wrote, happy to put aside my inner Redditor and say, I'm really happy to see Maggie rallying the troops. Because <laughs> last time we saw her, I was like, I don't know. I'm worried about her. Isn't she just a girl? How do you um, have time to write, happy to put aside my inner Redditor? Meanwhile, I'm like literally pausing the episode so that I could catch up with I'm what's just, happening you know, on the screen. I'm just a fun guy. Just a um, fun dude. Uh, I don't fix any typos, so it's just a constant nightmare to look at. But I you know, I'm just a fun guy, Jeremy. That's what people say when they meet me that chris he's a fun, he's a guy. fun guy chris mosier fun <laughs> guy he's wearing double denim in 90 degree weather he's, he's just a, a fun, fun guy dude he's got jorts under his jeans he's a fun guy everybody he's got jorts under his jeans under his denim shirt Whew. um anyway so we see maggie and the other hunters like camped out on like the side of the highway uh and they're ready for like this monster envoy to come on and they're you know they're trying to stop them from getting to the bunker um the Nothing else happens here. We just see them there. <laughs> but Maggie's rallying the troops. And, and like we said before, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see this character who came from Apocalypse World, uh, who actually was killed off and then brought back, hasn't just been disposed of the way that they so often do dispose of these characters. Um, and, you know, sometimes we don't need these side characters to have big emotional moments. We don't need them to be a Charlie or a Garth or a Bobby or uh, a Jody. They don't need to have these big, important things just to be part of it you know to round out the world to flesh out the characters by having other people bounce off of them uh, and i think that maggie has like fit perfectly into this role she's her own person she's done enough stuff and we've get, gotten to see her grow along with these other hunters um without it ever being something that's essential and necessary um in a good way i mean that in like a positive way yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, they still haven't given her a last name, and the fact that she's doing all of this stuff in this episode, yeah. and she's going to. She asked Sam if she could make it Winchester, not in like a marriage way or anything. Yeah, yeah, but she just like an it. honorary, and he's and like, he mm. and he was like, uh, I'm gonna have to run that one by Dean, yeah, and then he never brought it up. He never, Dean, he never really ran up by Dean. <laughs> Dean. Dean controls the salt and pepper in the kitchen, and he controls the Winchester last yeah. name out of the kitchen. So you're gonna have to talk That's to him right. about That's that. Right. Um, I, I like Maggie doing this. I like that her like jumping up and and trying to give uh, this speech, and then like the you know she's not able to finish. They get interrupted by like a car coming down the road. Uh, meanwhile, we go back to Michael, uh, who starts insulting Castiel. Um, 
saying like, why do you care about this so much that you're you know willing to sacrifice yourself? And Castiel asks him why Michael hates this world so much that he wants to burn it down. Um, and Michael kind of gives a little inside look at his. This th- I'm happy for this scene. We too. I don't think we ever really had a, a firm grasp on what the fuck Michael was doing. Yeah, it um, never made a I'm, lot I'm actually, of sense to me. Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of happy with the answer he gave. It's like okay, that's a good villain thing. <laughs> so Michael describes uh, he and Lucifer fighting on in his world in the hopes that God would come back. And that they, he would, yeah. they would find out the purpose. They would get answers. But he didn't. And fast forward a little bit, and he possesses Dean, and he finds out why. He learns everything there is to learn about Chuck. And realizes that Chuck is a writer, and that as he writes these stories, and as he can't finish them, he just writes them off and moves on to another story. And that's what all of mm-hmm. these alternate realities are, are just discarded drafts from you know Chuck's typewriter. Um yeah, and since he at first he, he he writes a world, and when he screws it up, he just throws it away and goes on to the next one. Exactly. Um, and we never ever like thought about. I mean, obviously Chuck is a writer, and he's also God, and um, you know, it gets a little bit up its own ass with that kind of thing. But I never really thought of like these other worlds being tied into that concept somehow. Um, but I, and I actually do, I do like it. I like seeing these apocalypse world as as failed drafts, or you know, in in Michael's words here. Um, and the idea of, oh, I used to want to fight to make God come back to, to get some answers and find out what the hell is going on. And that changing to, fuck it, I'm, gonna, I'm catching up to him. I'm going to go through all of his failed worlds and destroy them one by one until I catch up with him. And then I'm going to kill him. That's all I want now. Um, and that's it, it somehow makes more sense than any of the bullshit Lucifer was ever doing. A hundred percent. This is terrifying to me. Like Michael is yeah. an archangel in full control of his abilities. He's got this tactical sense um, of, you know, like if you look in the last episode where he talked about his original attack on Kansas city and his world and how like pockets of resistance fought back and how that made him change his approach in this or excuse me, in his world that happened in this world, it made it change his approach so that he is going to hide these monsters and then like surprise attack everybody and then turn everybody into monsters to prevent those pockets mm-hmm. of resistance. And the idea of like this guy knowing the spell to get into other worlds, um, having the archangel grace to do it, potentially gaining control of Jack and whatever powers he may or may not have. Um, and being able to go through every world and scooping up every version of these powerful things and just fucking wiping the... Like, every world he conquers is another world where he gets stronger. This is really good villain shit, Chris. Like, this is kind of terrifying. Yeah, I'm hype on this. Um, I guess it's it's just funny that, like, this this character to kind of come out of sort of nowhere or just seem like he's coming out of, like the b-sides of supernatural like oh yeah it's michael we tossed him out in season five and forgot about him um to have him kind of come back in this way and with a compelling um or frightening at least villain story it's cool i'm I'm here for it i think that revealing this now was very important um because now we have a clear sense of not just the present situation but what his end goal is and it's a frightening end goal um, meanwhile, Maggie and the crew are approaching this van that approached them. They find it empty. Uh, one of the hunters wanders off in the woods, tries to follow some tracks. Um, and then they realize the hunters are going around them to get to the bunker. We jump back over to Sam, um, who is putting the mind machine back together. 
um, Jack kind of says, hey, if this doesn't work, like if you can't guarantee that this works, maybe I can use some more of the magic that's keeping me alive to help Dean. And of course, that's going to cost him some part of his soul to do. And Sam says, no, Dean wouldn't want to be rescued that way. And I'm like, I mean, he wouldn't want to. But you definitely would. Like y'all have done yeah, that kind of yeah. shit so many times. <laughs> stop <laughs> fronting, Sam. Yeah, Sam, you fronting. <laughs> Girl, stop yeah. fronting. What are you um, doing? We all know you lying. You lying. Um, but he kind of just brushes Jack aside, and I get it. They're all kind of acting fatherly towards um, Jack, so it's a little different. And he's like, "I'm not letting you make the same mistakes that we all made." Okay, so we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, Sam is literally then, hooking his mind up to a mind control device yeah. invented by some British like men of letters. Jack, don't do anything stupid and sacrificial. <laughs> anyway, Cass, you want to plug me into the Archangel over here? <laughs> can you shave my temples, Castiel, so I can plug this yeah. thing in? This mind. Hold on, I'm gonna need an undercut for this tour. <laughs> Jesus Whew. Christ. Um, so they hook, yeah, so then, they hook, okay. hook, they they hook each hook other. Sam and Michael to the machine. Castiel is going to hitch a ride with Sam. Uh, they tell Jack to wait and to pray and to make sure no one kills them. Michael is kind of doing his whole, I'm excited, uh, excited about this routine. Like, if you think uh, you have me in he- out here, like, what do you get in there when I control everything? Castiel flips the switch, and he and Sam arrive in Dean's mind, which looks a lot like the empty at first, um, but it's mm-hmm. not... Castiel kind of holds out his hand and uses angel powers, whatever. I don't know, dude. It's boyfriend powers. He's like, wait. (laughs) And Michael has kind of told him that, like, he is keeping Dean in trauma. So they're searching through Dean's drama in a very literal way. We're hearing all these. Is these quotes from like season three and all this like awful stuff of of Dean yelling at himself in the mirror? I think it's season three where he's talking about how he's going to become a demon and all this shit and just him suffering in hell. And like we're listening to all this stuff and Sam's just nodding like this is, yep, this knows, yep, checks out 100%. Not surprised by this at all. Um, you know, it Cass is a little bit, um, I think he's hit harder by this because he's like, oh no, like I'm, we're going to have to search through all of Dean's worst memories. I never knew anything that happened to him, him before season four. <laughs> I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't he watching the talk show. About, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I, I never watched it. I didn't read the books. Um, but you could, you know, it's, it's not like it's new to Castile. It's not like he doesn't know that Dean has all this inside of him. Um, but he's never, he didn't see some of this stuff firsthand. Um, and obviously Sam wasn't in hell with him, but, uh, Sam has seen more of that stuff firsthand than, than Castiel has. Cause he's got three seasons on him. Um, but anyway, so Sam is just like, this is normal. Castiel is like, Oh my fucking God, this is hell. Um, I want to mention one thing before it, we get past this. And it's a dumb technical mm-hmm. thing. Um, I, I hooked up surround speakers in my living room this past weekend. And, um, could you hear Dean screaming through them in this scene? Absolutely. Like they looped mm. all of the screens and stuff. So that like, as the camera was kind of panning around Sam and uh, Castiel, like the, the Dean screaming was coming through, like behind me in my living room through the rear speakers. Oh, wow. And I, I literally don't think I've ever watched supernatural with surround sound before. <laughs> like I'm real That's bad wild. about like having surround sound stuff and not ever hooking it up. And I finally did mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, Oh, this is kind of cool. <laughs> huh. <laughs> that's i mean yeah I, would, I never would have guessed i had a surround sound set um and it would uh mess with my wi-fi for some reason okay so this was back in the ps3 days so i'd be watching netflix with the surround sound on and then it would like it would die it it, it couldn't get a connection and then i would turn the speakers off because they were you know wireless ones uh and then 
my internet would come God, back. So I was like, I guess I can't. I can't have both. The PS3 is such a shitty Wi-Fi system, man. It just sucks so. <laughs> Certainly bad. was. Anyway, um, we're, so we're digging through the worst memories, and that's when Sam suggests maybe Dean isn't buried in trauma because last time. That's what Michael seemingly tried to do was shove him down into his own inner hell. But Dean fought too hard because Dean, like it or not, he thrives off of that, that mental state that like just at the edge of, of, of everything. You know, Dean is always fighting through trauma because that's who he is. That's what he's always known. And that's horrible. And that's sad. But Sam is like excited as he realizes this. Dude, the, the um, delivery on Dean thrives on trauma he's had to his entire life. Like, I, I, I realize what they're going for here, but like out of context, I'm like, Sam, you sound a little too excited Sam, about it, my man. That's, that's a little fucked up, dude. That glint in your eye. Um, so, I mean, it, and that's just, that's true. Throughout the entire show, you know, Dean's always at his best when like things are really, really bad. Um, and so they realize that if, if Dean is going to give up fighting, it's going to be because he has something he's never had before, and that's contentment. And I don't want to say he's never had it. I mean, maybe like a day or two, he's probably felt pretty good. Um, it's not that dire, you guys. Yeah, I mean, they, um, they, went but, to, they had that Tombstone episode. That seemed pretty chill. <laughs> like all that things seems like he was having a good-ass time. For some um, of that trip, he seemed fairly content. <laughs> like, that seemed like it was the thing. Um, so uh, they start looking through the good memories. Um, and we get some, you know, some voice lines from that, too, which is very nice. Um, and then they they find something that sounds a little odd. And that's when they realize, OK, I think this is the one. This is this is where he is. They hone in on that bar and boom, there they are. They show up and uh, Dean immediately offers to pour them a great IPA from Austin. Um, just another little side Gotta note here. I, uh, reference. I had one of the family business IPAs that um, our buddy mm -hmm. Dean Demonic sent down to us. Chris, I was supposed to send you one of these and I did not. I apologize. Uh, fine. I don't normally drink IPAs, but I happen to uh, just grab it on kind of a whim and like, oh, like this will taste different. I'm sitting outside. I'm grilling some food. I took one sip and then I poured the rest of <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mm -hmm. Jensen. You could have sent. You should have sent sent me the open one. I would have. <laughs> yeah, I'll just pour it in an envelope and see how it tastes when it gets too <laughs> massatucious. Um, Pamela says hi, and then they immediately get into this thing where they're uh, trying to convince both Dean and Pamela that they're not real. Um, but then they seem confused when things start looping, and I'm like, "What did you guys think was going to happen in here?" Like, I don't know. Like, if I just jumped into somebody's mind and immediately walked into a time loop, I feel like I would just kind of. Oh, it's a time loop. I gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just I would just keep up. But both Sam and Castiel mm -hmm. seem very confused that they walked into a time loop. Like you've done this before, you guys. I'm positive that <laughs> almost the same situation that's come up before. So let's fight through it, please. Um, but yeah, because because Dean's just kind of like rolling with things. Like, hey, what are you talking about? Um, and that's when Pamela is like, "Yo," <laughs> uh, or not Pamela. Sam is like, "Yo, Pamela's blind and dead." Okay. <laughs> fuck off actually this ain't right i think it's kind of cool that uh that when they they talk about this and as dean like talks about her being blinded by castiel and as that happens and dean starts like remembering it he looks over to her and then her eyes are white like they are when we saw, mm -hmm. saw her last and she's like yeah of course i've been blind this entire time um yeah i actually really like that too that was a it was oh it's like a shocking like oh shit yes and, it's, and then and it's, reality is starting to step in and it's sad when when sam is like yeah and then she died and then dean looks over and she's fucking gone and we don't see her for the rest of the episode uh-huh 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 okay. thanks for coming back <laughs> see you later after 10 years see in hell <laughs> just gonna just glide him up to knock him down just like missouri right jesus here's Christ. your meal ticket <laughs> you have to be off the set by the end of the day i uh, 
see that. Yeah. No, we do not validate parking. Please leave, Thunderbird. Um, Dean still refuses this. Uh, he says, this is my life. Uh, Castiel kind of does his thing and tries to remind Dean of who he is. And I think this is very nice and sweet, but unfortunately it doesn't work. And it's not until Sam says the word, Poughkeepsie, uh, that Dean begins to remember the things that Michael did. Um, and we see mm-hmm. flashbacks of all of this. Uh, a lot of Michael in the hat for all you Michael hat aficionados out there. Chris, I know yeah. you're one of them. Um, uh-huh. just see, just imagine see- just being like that wrong about an opinion. <laughs> How could you imagine just coming out and saying that? Yeah, yeah. Like when you pay your bills, don't they just tell you, mm, no, no, sorry, we can't accept this check from a hat liker. <laughs> like yeah, sorry, sorry. Well, your money's no good here. Money's no um, good here. Um, um, okay, so things are going good. Dean's remembering. We're coming back to reality, but that's when Michael steps in. It's true. He's here too. And he talked a big game about how, you know, I'm going to kill you in the inner world. I'm the god of that place, and I'm going to whoop your ass. Um, And he does a cast impression, which is very funny. The the Castiel Um, impression is, number one, like spot fucking on, and number two, hilarious. uh Absolutely love it. Wow. Owned again, Cass. You can't catch a break. Um, And then, you know, Michael's just talking more shit um, and saying, like, you know, Dean, you don't even like these people. They're just your responsibilities, and you were desperate to get away from them. and as he's spinning this yarn, trying to sow seeds of discontent, Sam, by the way, is like, no, I know. <laughs> I'm well aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not, you're not telling me new information. I've been working with this guy for 15 years. I know he fucking hates my guts, yeah. but he still loves me. I mean, it's it, fine. Um, I love him. I don't like him. Like, I mean, how could you possibly yeah, like him? There's absolutely no like between us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Castiel's like, Michael, you're just stalling because the monsters are still on their way. And, yep. and that's all you're trying to you're trying to buy yourself time um, because you don't have any power here. Uh, and that's when we actually see Maggie and the gang come running into the bunker and they're trying to like fortify shit. And Jack is standing there like, uh, how can I help? Dude, this is this is especially hilarious because she runs in, obviously, like, you know, two seconds in front of the monsters, managed to save most of her crew, sees Jack and is like, where's Sam? We need Sam. And she looks back and Sam is just hooked up to a mind meld machine to Dean and, and cast. <laughs> is just hanging on to him and she's like okay and she just starts bossing everybody around yeah. like she immediately <laughs> takes over like i don't know what the fuck that is yeah. but I, it's not my responsibility right now i'll see you later yeah. you guys do that yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna take the bunker and then we cut back over quickly to um michael finally being called out on his bullshit so they're like okay you can't do anything in here uh you're all talk so let's fight and i've never seen people worse at fighting on tv but here we go. They like they extend their arm completely as far and straight and wide as it can go. Then they take a step back with their arm completely straight, not bent at the elbow or anything like that. And then they just swing. They just try to do like roundhouse punches. <laughs> and they every single time they get owned. And it's very, very disheartening to watch. And meanwhile, like Michael uh, slash Dean slash Jensen Ackle is uh, like the choreography he's doing is like fucking John Woo. He's like, wah, 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 yeah. Wah, and just fucking killing them. <laughs> like it's, it's, yeah, and it's they, a market difference. I'm like, why are they play, why are they do everybody dirty like this? It's, it's yes. He's stronger than them. So he'd be able to like take a punch or like dodge it quickly. But the way that they do everything, I'm like, this is comical. Stop. Yeah. And granted, what do I fucking know? Who, who cares? Right. Who cares? Um, but it's still, it's still a little funny to watch. Um, Anyway, the monsters are busting in to the bunker now um, because 
back on the side of the road when Maggie and the rest of them like tried to stop one of these uh, monster trucks. <laughs> the monsters got out and they ran to the woods. Wait, one wait. of the hunters followed them. Is it a monster truck or is it's it a, a monster? It's a monster truck. truck. <laughs> What's what are we? It's a monster truck. Okay. How does? It, yeah, no. It's a, I understood your question, but it's a monster truck. It's a, um, I still have questions. It's, <laughs> it's a monster truck. Okay. Um, okay. Monster. Okay. Monster truck. Is that a, uh, anyway, um, one of them got turned into a something, I guess. Uh, and so he led all of the monsters back into the bunker. Um, suddenly, all these people forget how to shoot because yes. they are unloading these guns and nobody's hitting anything. They're putting holes in the drywall. It's a whole mess. Uh, and that's when Jack suddenly screams and uses his gold archangel power, whatever it is, Nephilim power. Uh, and he just instantly destroys all of the monsters and staggers immediately afterwards. Like he kind of, he, yeah. he kind of, you could tell this cost like, him something. Uh oh. Um, yeah. Also, if you're going to do this, maybe wait, or maybe don't wait next time. Like maybe do it before the monsters kill all of the hunters. I mean, I know yeah, that, that you were pretty jealous weird. of the monsters eating your like Krispy Kremes or whatever. Like, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not right to just to let them die, Jack. Come so, on, it ain't right. That ain't right. Um, back in the back in the ba- cage, back inside of Dean. Yeah. <laughs> um, they. They decide that, hey, maybe kicking him back out into the real world is a bad idea because he's actually super weak in here. And if we kick him out, he's just going to kill us. Um, and God damn it, I got really excited because they they suddenly they realize this and then they all team up to like tackle Michael into the back room of this bar and then they lock the door. Um, and it, what's reminiscent of when, when Sam is in season five punching Dean um as lucifer's inside of him and then he stops he steps back and he says i got him i got him dean dean does the same thing he says i got him i'm the cage and i was like yes you are dean. yeah yes, you fucking you are. are hell yeah avengers Woo! assemble let's do this i am a, i am ready I was, um, yeah i am the cage i was like fuck yeah you are dean i really like the way that uh michael kind of rages against the, his cage like he beats on the door yeah. and like the they do a just a, a little bit of a vibration effect it feels like on the frame so that it it, it kind of feels like he's literally shaking the whole place down. Yeah. Um, we switch back to the bunker where Maggie is like, hey, the monsters just left. <laughs> they just took off. Yeah. I, guess, I don't know. They all had other stuff to do. We'll have to hunt them down later. <laughs> yep. Bye. Um, yeah, because they're no longer under Michael's control, I guess. Um, Sam thanks her for everything. Um, and she tells Sam that Jack somehow did some of that angel magic shit again and sam is immediately kind of worried yeah absolutely uh and we switch to the kitchen where castiel is kind of berating jack for doing this and saying you know you can't do that because that's your that's your fucking soul dog like you can't you can't mm-hmm. do that uh jack of course insists it was about staying alive it's about saving them and castiel says i know it was just an accident that slipped out but you can't let that happen again it's not about staying alive it's about you staying you uh yeah because of course Castiel, and I think Castiel mentions this, like he has seen people lose their soul and he sees what that gets down to, what what that turns people into. And then he shows Jack a picture of Sam just looking all shredded and not having to pay yeah. that, that sex worker that one and time. And Jack's like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Isn't that dope? <laughs> wait, isn't that sick? <laughs> My girlfriend is a necromancer, but I think she'd be down for like a, a boyfriend who's just a serial killer. Like that seems like her vibe too. Like, he's like, hold on. He just takes the picture from, <laughs> from Castiel. He's like, this is, this, this is Sam. This You're is Sam? This Sam Winchester? Are you sure? <laughs> Sam, Sam, this is the same guy. 
You just look at those abs. He's like, holy shit. God, how many? Fuck? How many of them are there? There's like 12. No soul. Are you saying this is no soul? No soul sound looks uh, like this. Uh, god damn. Looking like this. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and Cass is like, I think you, I think you missed the point. Missed the and he's point. like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, yeah. sure. Pockets the photo, and then he's like, don't worry, it won't happen again. And then call, calls again. the necromancer girlfriend. Is like, hey, do you know what polymer is? <laughs> like, <can> we, are <laughs> you, are you open to, to some? Let me, yeah, let me you want, you I want to try something. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, we see Dean saying, um, oh, he's okay. Dean's back in his room by mm-hmm. one of the many sinks. He's leaning against it and he's saying, it's just you. It's just you. It's just you. It's just me in there um, over and over again while we're seeing flashes of Michael screaming and pounding on the door inside Dean's head. Um, and I actually, this, this seems very effective. I, I like the way that this was done. And you know, this is, this is now going to be a challenge. It's going to be a battle because um, you can't just like chill and have um, Michael in your brain somewhere. Like you, you got to like mentally keep him locked up. And that's certainly something that we didn't think about when he just got that win a minute ago. Absolutely not. Um, Billy shows up at this point and I was, yeah. I was taken aback because we forgot to mention when Sam asked for the Reaper to show up and only him and Michael could, could see her um, that Michael said that they had somehow caged death and enslaved the Reapers in his world, mm-hmm. which I feel like mm-hmm. is going to come back into play at some point. Like, I feel like you can't just say I enslaved all the Reapers and then not, you can't, and not enslave a couple of reapers in this world right like they, you gotta yeah right um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but billy shows up uh she is uh obviously pissed she's the off. one who helped them earlier yeah she's the one that teleported them back to the bunker she says that um you know this is what dean gets for jumping through worlds um yeah what he, she specifically told him not to and then says yeah, she warned him and he yep. didn't listen uh and then says do you remember my reading room uh, and for those of you out there that may not remember, it's a it's a room full of possible Dean Winchester deaths. Uh, it's called mm-hmm. archiveofourown.com. <laughs> you go to that yes. website and type in Dean Winchester yes. death and read a variety of stories, both horny and not. Surprising a lot of horny death. A but, lot um, of horny death. But uh, now, all of these books about the possible ways that Dean um, could die have been rewritten and they all say that Michael will escape from Dean uh, and then destroy the world. And of course, Dean with it, Uh, except one. And she, there's one ending that's different than all the rest. Yes. Uh, He opens the book. He kind of skims it or reads it. He's absolutely shocked. He asked, what am I supposed to do with this? And Billy says, that's up to you. And then she disappears. Dum, dum, damn. Dum. damn 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 it's got to be something with sam now I'm calling it now it's so all i could think was it's either says like uh he has to kill himself he has to some other thing is gonna happen like there's only one other way out yeah it's, it's, does sam kill him is Cass supposed to kill him um is he supposed to kill one of them and that's the only way to escape this current fate not that that would make any sense um but yeah some shit just that's some shit that's a big old-fashioned cliffhanger so do you remember when they announced that supernatural was going to be that season 15 was going to be the last season 
I, th- I mean, it was during season 14, It right? was? Okay. I, c- I couldn't remember. And I think we've asked this question before, and I somehow looked it up, but I, d- I don't remember how I did that at the time, because we're now just in <clears throat> within this season, and I, I, well, I guess some in season 13 as well, like, we now have three prophecies in play. Um, or not, mm-hmm. not maybe not prophecies, but like three, three endings that we know are going to happen. There's Castiel and his deal with the end, um, or the empty. Uh, there's Sam uh, killing Rowena at some point, and mm-hmm. now there's whatever this is, which we're not aware of, but that Dean's going to have to do something or allow something or whatever. Dean's going to have to sacrifice something that is precious to him in order yeah. to not let Michael lose. Um, it's just the Impala. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what am I supposed to do? With what this? am I supposed to do with this 2021 Camry hybrid XSE? And like, wow, the product placement really went, went up a notch in season yeah, wow. 14, huh? huh. <laughs> huh. Uh, I'm watching a lot of Eureka and, um, which is a show on uh-huh. the sci-fi, which shares some actors and, um, actors with the supernatural. And it's very obvious when like, Subaru started sponsoring it because all of a sudden mm-hmm. one of the cops mm-hmm. is like, check out this thing. It does zero to 60 <laughs> in 2.3 seconds. I'm like, what? this doesn't seem plot relevant. What are we talking about? Yeah. What, what are we doing here? Um, but anyway, yeah, I, like, I'm I love curious. A, I love a good, I love a good fate. I love a good yeah, yeah. dark destiny. You know what I mean? Um, and that, yeah, like you said, we've got three of them now. We've got three things on the table, which makes me think like maybe it won't be Sam killing him because Sam's already supposed to kill Rowena. So it wouldn't, you know, I don't know, but I, I'm, who knows what it is? Who knows what it is? I'm, I'm excited to know. I'm, I'm yeah. more and more into season 14. I know I started at start this episode by saying that this didn't feel like a supernatural episode and it still like kind of doesn't to me, uh, even though it has a bunch of hallmarks of things that we know to be supernatural episodes. So I'm not, I'm 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 not quite able to verbalize what my actual issue with it is, and I, I actually Sometimes really like the, the vibe is just different. It's just yeah. the vibe is just a little bit different, and I'm I'm into it. Like I I like this episode a lot. Like I I like the threat of Michael. I like the the revealing of what Michael's ultimate plan is. I think it's very good. All of the moving parts and pieces in here are very good. Like Jack kind of is still in that place where he doesn't quite know how to help, but he really wants to. Maggie coming into her own, which means she's definitely dying in like the next episode. Um, but mm-hmm. all all of this stuff is is really good, and I'm excited to, to see more of it. Like season 14 kind of continues to deliver for me. Yeah, this is a, this was a big one to pull me back in. Uh, the last two I was I was really into because sometimes it just feels like even when they're good, I'm not connected to it. And I know I've said that before, um, but these last two, I feel like I'm really starting to be pulled back in and really want to know what's going to happen next. Um, so fingers crossed for good things. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We very, very much appreciate it. Um, if you want to support this show, the best way to do it is at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, you can also go to monster of the week.cool, find the best place to subscribe to the podcast, download the episode every week, leave comments and reviews on those services. Uh, you can also buy some merch, all of those links. Uh, follow us on social media, chat with us. Uh, people on TikTok continue to send me funny TikTok supernatural videos, Chris. I don't. This is fun. Like, hey, just send them. Like, I don't. I don't actually send? look at. I don't want to. I don't want to like scroll through a bunch of supernatural videos, TikTok videos. I just want the best ones sent to me. Yeah, so, you want the cream of the crop. Yes. Um. So continue to do that. Uh. Keep chatting with us on Twitter. We we, we really appreciate everything that you guys do. We'll be back next week with an episode that asks, "How did we get here?" Great question. Good question. Great question. Great question. We appreciate it. Bye, everybody. Uh, we'll find out next time. Bye.
Oh my god, Jesus. I didn't... Totally forgot that I was logged. What's going on? It sounds like you were talking directly into the microphone. Why are you so startled? Are you okay? What's going on with you? Why do you sound weird? Why do I sound weird? Yeah, you sound super weird. Yeah, it's because I'm on my phone and not on my computer. <laughs> Why are you on your phone, you <laughs> fucking weirdo? I checked this because I was like, you know, scrambling, trying to get everything set up, and the thing I like stand my laptop on collapsed. And I'm like, let me see if he's even in the Discord already. Um, and then I checked on my phone and I saw, oh, he is. He's in the call. I'm on top of <laughs> on my phone. Um, well, phone Chris scared the shit out of me just now. So, sorry. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Do I sound like I'm calling you from Silent Hill? Um, kinda, I guess. I'm trying to log out of work, but I don't remember how. It, it kind of um, <laughs> sounds like you're rapping through one of those, um, like, cones that people would rap with on stage to make their voice sound oh, good. So Good. I, is this just, I think this is just what regular phone calls sound like. Who, who uses the phone for a phone anymore? I'm, I'm literally holding it up to my ear, and I, I don't do that. Like, whenever I talk on the phone, I use my headphones 100% of the time. Um... I'm, uh, or I'm in my car, I'm, I'm, and I'm using my car speaker. I'm in my car when I'm on the phone. I, I try not to take any phone calls yeah. when I'm not in my car. It works out better that way. Yeah, same. Same. Not um, good. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Oh I need to... Everything I do to work remote into work is all different now, so I'm, like, kind of confused. Okay. Okay, I'm going to hang up okay. from here now, sure. and then I'll get joined on my laptop. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Facebook. I knocked on heaven's door this morning. God asked me, my child, what can I do for you? And I said, Father, please protect and bless the person reading this. God smiled and replied, request granted. So be kind and repost, for everyone you meet is fighting some kind of battle. 93% won't repost, but I hope you're one of the 7% that will, and let someone else know that a new day is dawning, and so is a new blessing. Amen. Father, what can <laughs> my child? What can I do for you? Please protect and bless the person reading this. You're not, <laughs> you're not even <laughs> obeying the construct of the joke. The entire construction of the joke you've just invalidated. Person on Facebook, Jesus Christ. Round two with trying to get Discord to work. Let's do it. It's starting. It's spinning. Oh, Jeremy, I heard some static. Oh, dude, I okay. First of all, I would just this is this is computer, Chris. Do you read me? I, I read you, computer, Chris. Over. Oh my god, Discord. I was like, as I'm as I'm um you know setting up, switching from my phone to my microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking shit about Discord. I'm like, oh, it's gonna update again, and then it, I get in into the call and it just starts doing that thing where it just keeps trying to disconnect me um and i don't know why it does that it isn't an internet issue because everything else will work but discord 
just doesn't know what to do with itself. And I do wonder if it has something to do with it trying to access my webcam um, and a permissions thing. Anyway, what's up? That's not good outtakes content. <laughs> sure it is. It's better than me beatboxing, which is what I did for a so, while. And then I read a joke what that we get on Facebook <laughs> that was really bad. Hey, you know, it is what so, it is. Uh, what are we going to do when we finish Monster of the Week? Obviously, we have future plans. But mm-hmm. but uh, where do the where do the uh, the outtakes go? Do they come with us? Do they stay with whatever show comes next? Do we make a just the outtakes podcast? Um, so where I we think just that, talk. I think that uh, you and I, I don't, I don't. I've been debating a lot about this. You and I have talked a little bit about this. But like to me, Monster of the Week should like keep going as a podcast, even if we pivot to uh-huh. a different show, as long as it's like. A show that we both like that has hunks um, that go through some some monsters on a weekly basis. I think that we could continue to make Monster of the Week happen. And like mm-hmm. when we have time, um, because both of our lives are getting simpler and simpler as we move through our adult arcs, um, obviously, <laughs> um, we will do more podcasts with different names and maybe put those up on, on a feed. But I think I think the show will just be basically the same structure like i don't see a really big huge reason to to change what is obviously Mm -hmm. doing gangbusters right now so yeah making it into the top 25 charts on our very specific category on itunes but yeah um, yeah. four categories deep (laughs) tv and film tv (laughs) tv reviews (laughs) yeah you gotta i mean you gotta go like four or five categories in but then hey we're right there right at the top um Mm -hmm. It's I have a, there's a group chat with my parents and my sisters and um, nobody uses it too often but like you know occasionally my sister will uh, post a picture of her baby or something like that um, there's some like big family news I never respond to them regardless but the other day I I dropped it in and I was like oh, I'm proud of this I'm gonna tell my family about this so I texted oh, them and I said hey, oh, no. we're in the we're in the top 25 and now suddenly there's all these questions my dad's calling me he's like well let me how do I see that on there and I'm like okay maybe maybe i got a little too excited there it's really not that big of a deal um i don't really want to get into it i don't really want to <laughs> just say just say good for you and let's move on please it's, it's, it's just just say that you're i'm say you're proud of me dad that's all yeah, i'm just looking please for. just say you're proud of me and then of course your dad would respond i'm proud of you dad and then move on because he's a dad yeah that would be the joke yeah. um he's I, he's beyond that stage um but yeah, I, I, um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's cool though. It's cool. It's it's for us. It's 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 exciting because we've seen that on you know like a stat tracking thing before, but we've never actually been able to see it in like the podcast app, the Apple Podcast app. Yeah. So um, I use I use a site called Chartable for any podcasters out there, and it's a free thing that you can sign up for, and they just send you a weekly email. They have like paid services that do a lot, but they just show you a bunch of charts, and like we've occasionally been in like the top. 25 italian gaming podcast which i find very hilarious (laughs) you know our uh if you look like the categories that i have assigned us on itunes are tv and film gaming and health and sexuality those are the three excellent (laughs) (laughs) that's not a that's not a lie we've just never charted in health and sexuality Uh for some Uh reason i don't know why (laughs) clearly they're not listening to the outtakes uh but yeah yeah um so I get those charts and like a couple of weeks ago, uh, like we got one and it was like we dropped 280 something places. And I was like, excuse me, <laughs> Charitable. Damn. So it was nice to see Damn, this one Charitable. Like, <laughs> pop right back up again. Um, yeah, it fluctuates a lot, but um, it was still it's it's still exciting to to get into that. Um, oh, yeah. So like two weeks ago, this is June 14th. We dropped 151 places to number 201 in the same category Damn. we're talking about. 
to and then fast forward to this week that we are now um number 24 all those you know game of thrones podcasts were taking a hiatus i guess, I guess but you think <laughs> whenever be... i look at that list there's so many game of thrones it's, podcasts dude, it's, i'm like Y'all it's still game doing of thrones it. and it's it's all the hbo shows right like it's game of yeah, thrones and Westworld, and yeah mm-hmm. and I, Westworld's a huge one on there it seems like i'm seeing more like wandavision kind of coming up now um i can see that it's <clears throat> it seems like and this this actually was the case for us supernatural ended and that seems to have like been when a lot of people were like let me go and seek something out i missed the show i want more you know stuff about it so let me go find a podcast um i wonder if that's kind of happens with a lot of other shows because now i'm seeing all this wandavision stuff even though the show the season ended uh i don't know if they're doing a second season of that show um but i, I do wonder if there's any way to like track that or for like statistics about that that when the show is not on the air <laughs> things actually get more popular or if it's just a fluke for us i think i think it's two different types of uh people right so i think mm-hmm. there's people that are watching week to week that want that like instantaneous content so that they can they can watch a show and they could go and listen to people talk and speculate about the show and get real hype for it and then there's the type of person who's like i'm not going to watch anything until i can binge it all in uh, you know two mm-hmm. nights and then i want to you know maybe leisurely either rewatch it along with the podcast or just listen to a podcast about it like a long form podcast about it and i think we get especially with supernatural i think we get a lot of the latter type people because it just seems yeah. like uh people come to us with i wanted an excuse to rewatch the show you guys are giving us that that me that excuse because it's not just me rewatching the show i get to watch it along with the two of you you know listening to the two of you about it mm-hmm. which seems like it'd be extremely it's... frustrating because you can't talk back to us and we don't remember yeah. anything we I, said back then. So it seems like it'd be really bad, but yeah. apparently people are enjoying it. Numbers are up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I think it's just probably, it, it, it's fun. You know, as, as big as um, the show is or how popular it is, how many fans like it, um, a lot of people probably just like watch stuff alone and like experience stuff alone. Um, and it's very exciting to like just find an avenue to be stoked about something, even if you don't have to engage with it. Um, like I've been a fan of uh, Bleach since I was 14 years old, but I never really like talked to anyone about it that much. Like not, what you know, back not then, until the Loki teenager, crossover, like, anyway. Not until the Loki crossover, which I'm baffled by. Like I'm just genuinely trying to wrap my head of why the Disney account is retweeting Bleach art. Um, but occasionally I'll watch uh, this the, this guy who makes uh, YouTube videos about Bleach, and I'm like every time I watch it, I get all excited about it again because I'm like, yeah, I guess I it's better to kind of sometimes engage with people about this, but I never did that with this, so it's funny 15 years later to be doing that and um to be excited about it so i wonder if that's just what it is like why people end up binging the podcast so much it's like hey i watched i binged this show after work on netflix for a couple months and now i found a podcast and suddenly i'm like all in because i'm getting to be excited about it via somebody else um it's funny too we we do uh like every anytime somebody joins the patreon and they add themselves to the discord uh we usually ask people like where they found the podcast and more and more that answer has just been uh like a search for supernatural podcast on spotify and to me that is bizarre because spotify is like the last place that i would would ever want to go to for a podcast but also it's because like i figured out my podcast listening strategy years ago like way before spotify was even a thing (laughs) yeah much less that like before spotify had podcast and were like actively doing a thing so i'm Mm -hmm. 
extremely like it, it just it just it weirds me out and then to th- and i'll look at the numbers because when po- we first got ourselves added to podcast to spot podcast that's a word podcast yeah to spotify like every episode would have like five or six listens and now it's like 20 percent of the listens for each episode and climbing that's really weird yeah um we should um it's time to join a podcast network so that we can add we are um, chris we are a podcast network like, I know, I technically know, I know. we just don't advertise it we don't talk about any of the other shows do you want to go through yeah. the other shows on our network real quick i bet you don't even know Let's half the it. shows on our network i 100 percent don't okay so i want you to tell me which one of these is fake okay <laughs> okay uh, uh okay. and i'm just i'm just gonna give you names because i don't i don't feel like clicking on any of these to figure out what they are um comic book rundown uh-huh. Real or fake? That sounds real. That's true. Real. Um, Gamer's Guide to the Galaxy. That's real. I've been on that podcast. Oh, well, that's not. Um, Monster of the Week. That I that was I know about that one. That was real. Okay. Uh, Supernatural books: The Winchesters and Prose. Is that so? You guessed it on that, but okay, is that, that part of the network? That's real. Yeah, they're they're on our they're on our quote unquote okay, network. Okay. Uh, okay. Shout out to that podcast, by the way. Go go put that into a search engine somewhere. I think they also do Batman yeah. books. Like those are those are cool chicks doing cool, oh, cool. stuff. Um, all of the rest of these are mine. Cult culture cultivation, real or fake? You read that? I could tell you read that, so I'm gonna say that's real. God damn it! I thought that would be the one to trip you up. That's that's like my old that's my old best friend's uh, religious podcast that they were going to start. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Let me see if they actually wrote a description to it, because I think I, I've never understood why they anybody would listen to a podcast about it, but they were really serious about it. And I know for a fact, like John doesn't like listen to this, so mm-hmm. uh, it's an. A, see, I don't even know the fourth word in this sentence. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, John. <laughs> that I'm doing this. I, also, I shouldn't name you on the, on the fucking podcast. First and last. <laughs> but I'm sorry, John. I'm going to make fun of this. Cult, culture, culture cultivation is an. A, Postulate dedicated to the restoration of a traditional Catholic worldview, the conversion Damn. of souls, and the construction of a new Catholic social order. Um, the key words in this. Are you ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> John, what are you doing? The key words are God, Jesus, Christ. There's a two, there's a comma between Jesus Christ, by the way. Yeah, no, I know. Holy, <laughs> comma, Bible, comma, the word. Oh. Comma Catholic, comma church, comma catechism, comma podcast, comma lectio. What? What is oh, lectio? lectio? Okay, okay. Uh, this feels like um, that felt like me when I was. I had to go to um, my nephew's uh, christening. Did I tell you about this already? I'm sure I talked about it on here. But we're in there, and instead of the the priest running us through what we're supposed to do, because we had to go the night before, like a meeting, um, Saturday night, and instead of showing us okay you're gonna do this and this is these are the motions you're going to go through he sat us down at a table with a couple other families and just like gave us a, a history lesson like where did it all begin adam and eve and i'm like oh we're go- okay we're going all the way back we're going all the way back um, all right interesting and just going from the- and nobody is saying anything They're so just- i'm throwing out answers and my sister she was embarrassing the hell out of me she kept turning to me and be like you just know that because it's supernatural and i was like stop what? stop saying that everyone can hear you <laughs> also that's not true <laughs> Were you actually answering with supernatural lore? Because I'd be like, well, and then Cain got the mark from Lucifer. Some of it, I mean, some of it's like sort of like related, but yeah, um, yeah some of it is sort saying, of related. That's how so I would describe it as well. There's <laughs> Solomon 
Solomon from the Bible. I, yeah, I don't yeah. even know if I'm saying it right there. Because I kept saying like Solomon. Or I, kept, I was saying it a little differently, a little weird. <laughs> and everybody was like, what are you trying to say? And the priest was like, that's, you, yeah, you're saying it wrong. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm thinking of Saruman uh, from you, Lord you were, of the Rings. You were thinking of Solomon, the, the Solomon Go, the hit new app. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was oh, pronouncing I it like fucking Saruman. I was like, oh, shit, I'm screwing up my Tolkien and biblical lore again. <laughs> God, and then Cain picked up. Uh, what is the name of the sword? In the what is what is the name of the sword? Andriel, Lord flame of the, of the West. Yes, and then Cain picked up Andriel, flame of the West, and slew his brother yes. Abel. Yes. Um. Bummer. Yeah. I, so, I I recently have been thinking, and it's funny because I had all this time off from work and never did anything, and now I'm back to work, and I'm like, wait, but now I'm feeling creative. Um, where I'm like, I mean, I would love to do this as like a podcast project. But it's it's a lot of work. It's a it's a lot of work. The um do what? It's a podcast project. You, you what skipped. was I saying? Um, oh, the trails games. Those the trails in the sky, oh. trails of cold steel. All those. Um, so and I mean I joke like oh what you know forty forty thousand dollars a month to get Jeremy to do this with me. Oh um, yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they finally so we we had the first three games in that series, and then we were missing four and five mm-hmm. and then we got six seven eight nine ten whatever um they skipped two of them and it's kind of like separate arcs but it's still like this that's some beefy stuff to be missing <laughs> like oh as i described it to you it's like you got every marvel movie except for the captain america movies um and so when he shows up in avengers it's not like you're totally confused like you can kind of figure it out but at the same time you're missing some context um so, real quick, and that's how it was with these games real quick because i did my wife excuse me did my wife a disservice she had never really expressed much interest in the Marvel movies at all. And then mm-hmm. Avengers came out and it was like the biggest thing ever. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have the hiccups. Avengers came out, it's so the <laughs> biggest thing ever. So I'm like, we've got to go like opening weekend or, or whatever. So we go, we grab a lunch, uh, we grab a cocktail, we sneak some daiquiris into the th- movie theater. Because, um, I mean, we're having a good time. On that. We're adults, we can do yeah, that shit. I mean, yeah, we do whatever you want. We don't have kids, y'all. Like, we can just do stuff like that. You, you can do it, you're free. Yeah. Um, sit down movie starts autumn is like like 30 minutes in she has just snoozed on my shoulder like fucking out (laughs) completely gone movie is over we wake up she's like was it good and i'm like yeah it was really really great i enjoyed it and she's like i don't i don't really give a shit about any of this and then we went back like we were talking about she's like yeah i just didn't really know who anybody was like people they kept talking about people like i should know who they are and i'm like well yeah there's been like six movies and she's like what and i was like yeah there's like six movies that we needed to watch before this and she's like well why didn't i watch any of those movies <laughs> so i had to go back so, yeah, and, sh- that's- and literally show her captain america which has become like her favorite character in the mcu she fucking loves captain america so anyway. he's a good guy he's a good guy so yeah everybody loves lloyd bannings he's like the captain america of this universe but i don't know anything about this man um so when i first played trails of cold steel i enjoyed it but I was like, clearly I'm missing something here. And then I found out, oh, okay, there's some other games. So I went back and I played Trails in the Sky. Um, but then played Cold Steel again and was like, okay, this recontextualizes so much. I understand who these people are. I understand this world more. Then I get to Trails of Cold Steel 2 and suddenly they're referencing, referencing things again that I don't understand. Yeah. So now I'm like, like okay, Bucky. I want to... I would Who's Bucky? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know who Bucky is. So <laughs> Who's Bucky? Um, I can finally... I will finally have the chance to to fully understand beyond just reading the Wikipedia page um, You know what went on in these games. Um but then that's going to make me want to replay the Cold Steel games again. So like, oh, all this information will be recontextualized and I'll, I'll, I'll see the, the big picture again. But they're like, 
incredibly long games. I think the I, I was watching some video about it, and and somebody said that the second game in the series has more text in it than the entirety of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, too much text. They're Chris. incredibly, incredibly dense games. There's, I mean, you can avoid a lot of it, but um, it just anyway. That's too, I wanted to that's too replay much text. them all. I wanted to replay them all, and I started thinking, wouldn't it be cool to to do some sort of co- podcast project around this as an excuse to go back? But it would be so much work, and I don't know how I would take notes while playing a game. Like I've never actually done that before. We've had general conversations about video games, but never never sat down to like beat by beat cover a game like that. Um, and then the other problem is getting somebody or multiple somebodies who would be interested in doing it with me. Because it just seems it's just it's so much work. It's like the idea is there. I'm, I'd be excited about it, but uh, at the same time, it's like nobody would listen to that, and it would take like fucking five years. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a tricky thing. I am um, um, so I'm I'm like because there's a lot to go on, but like it reminds me of. Um, are you friends with Sid Beam Splash X on Twitter? Sid, uh, I don't think so. That doesn't sound like a familiar name. Um, he has a podcast, and I'm sorry, Sid. I, I don't think Sid listens to this, but he has a podcast, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, but they do like it's like a five hour, <laughs> like they did a five hour podcast about near Automata, right? Like they just went fucking hard on near Automata, Damn. and they'll do that about like every game that they cover. And the podcast comes out once every like decade or so. It's a real slow burn. <laughs> um, but like that, that's like, that's what you would have to do, right? Like, or would you want to do? Yeah like a chapter by chapter breakdown. I feel like doing a chapter by chapter I, I, breakdown would just make you insane. That's, that's what I started thinking was like, okay, I, I can do chapter by chapter cause the game, that's how the game is broken up. And I think it would be like a once a month thing. Like the first, the first game, the very first game in the series took me 36 hours to beat. That's not that long for that's a not that long. Game. But that's like, 36 episodes of supernatural that is. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like I the time like that and then recording about all that stuff so figuring that out would be a big challenge just something that's always in the back of my mind though mm-hmm. um it's just it's a lot of time and effort and when it comes to any of this stuff i don't know i think i was able to jump into monster of the week for supernatural because we never came to it from a perspective of, of feeling like we were experts on it like not even you know we joke around about clue masters but it was always like we like the show let's make fun of it right um so that's like what that's what i know how to do but i and i have this inferiority complex about like anything else like i feel like i can't speak with authority on anything oh dude this because is, this is something I'm just this is something i think about all the time with days of future cast because uh one of my favorite shows of all time is legion and that's an ostensibly an x-men tv show it's probably the best mm-hmm. it, as a matter of fact i'll just say it. it is the best x-men tv show ever made it's probably the best live action x-men anything that has been ever made like Damn. eking out legion or um logan like just barely even better than dark phoenix even better than dark phoenix chris only by like a slim <laughs> fucking hair but uh. when i think when i when i think about covering that for the show i'm like man this like it's full of all of this imagery and symbolism and using visual language as metaphor. And I'm afraid that if I like put myself out there and try to like talk about it, especially on a podcast where like most of the jokes are me and Gary joking about Gambit's dick, like it just won't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it would be like, I'll, right. I'll, be, I'll just right. embarrass myself. Like it's the same thing when people are like, um, what is the one that uh, people always say that uh, we should, you and I should do a podcast about? And I'm like, I'm not smart enough. I don't want to do that. Like, I'm just, no, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, some things are just too hard. I just can't too remember. Hard. It's above I can't, our pay grade. I can't remember the name of the series. It's uh, fucking something. And I can't, but yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely stuff out there where I just, I look at it. I'm like, oh, I can't, 
I can't talk about cock and balls through this and and take it serious. Like I, w- I would want to mm-hmm. take it seriously because the subject matter is serious enough for me to do that. And that also terrifies me. Like as much yeah. as I think you and I have turned from, Hey, let's make fun of supernatural to now we're taking supernatural seriously. There's just enough of the good and the bad there too, for mm-hmm. us to balance mm-hmm. like a really funny podcast uh, with, you know, just a serious talk about Dean's emotions or whatever. And I think that's a really good right. balance to strike. And I would, I don't know if like, if you had to like talk real seriously about these children going to war in an anime game, like all of a sudden <laughs> I get a little intimidated. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the games are probably more lighthearted than supernatural is at the same time, it's somehow harder to talk about. It's just, it's all about tone, you know, and, and finding our voice matches with this tone very well. Um, but finding, finding things that match with that, with our voices is, is you know, that's that's the magic of it, right? That's the magic of podcasting. And I think that's why, um, like, since we're getting closer to the end of Supernatural, people are more and more asking us, like, what we're going to do next. And I'm, I think we've got it picked out. Uh, but again, yeah. I, I like to keep it close to the vest because I'd hate to say, like, hey, we're going to do Legion. And then people get super excited about it. And then we change our minds. And people are like, well, I've watched mm-hmm. 36 episodes of Legion and you guys didn't do anything about it. So what, you, you suck. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> It's one of those things where I, I I don't have a hard time committing to something because like it, like the thing about Supernatural that I think really worked for us and that continues to work for us is that we both are really passionate about it and like we both mm-hmm. like it a lot and I think if it was like if I bring a show to the table and had to convince you to do something or if you brought a show to the table and had to convince me to do something it would be a little bit unequal and that could end up with one person mm-hmm. kind of resenting the time whereas now mm-hmm. we can both resent the time together because Supernatural sucks <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. No. Um, but you see what I'm saying like I mean that, uh, jokes aside like it could be a it could be an unbalanced situation not even just with the content of the the show that we're covering but like how one person feels about actually doing the podcast Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's so you know, well, it'll be I think fun to figure out going forward. Hopefully, people will still hang out once. I hope so. The core podcast is over. There will be more supernatural stuff. I mean, I guess that leads into something that people yeah, wanted l- us to l- comment on. Let's talk about that in the main episode. Um, okay, because people that. are going to want to want to actually hear that and putting it in the last forty five seconds of the outtakes would be a disaster. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, let's get into the podcast then. All right, I, I'm, I need more waters. For some reason, I have guzzled down a bunch of water. Go for it. I wonder if I have time to read anything from Bone Key today. <sighs> Some of the is uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, chapter 15. Sam really hated being possessed. The last time it happened, it was for a whole week. Azazel's daughter, whom Sam and Dean still thought of as Meg, even though that was just the name of the poor young woman she'd possessed, had crawled out of hell after Sam had exercised her the first time at Bobby's place. She not only possessed Sam, but put a binding symbol on Sam's arm that locked her into his body. There was still a patch of tight skin where Bobby had burned off the brand. One of a network of scars, bruises, and disfigurements both brothers had gotten over the years. Um, That's not even funny. That's, I mean, oh, the next line. Sam was still waiting for the fingernail on his right index finger to grow back after those two gods yanked it out at Christmas. Damn, dude. Damn. Y'all, okay. They, okay. They they call, do a callback. Do a callback. Um, I'm not going to read any more of this, but that's, that was just not true. They don't, they're not covered in scars of any kind. Um, and our, we said it previously in the podcast that we hoped somebody would get like a sweet face scar or something just for the final seasons. Like it's 20 episodes of makeup. Like, come on, it's not that big of a deal. 
Well, I mean, we what, all know what are you that talking about, Chris? What are you doing? Uh, I'm talking about bone keys. Oh, I uh, I just took off my pants because I realized I was wearing jeans and I don't want to feel like. Oh, I'm I'm uh, yeah, I'm naked. I'm fully naked. Oh, excellent. Um, okay, so let's talk about Super. That's not true. I'm not I'm not naked, but um, mm. it is very hot. <laughs> Thank you.